Your top stories on Blitz this hour. Manchester United complete league double over Chelsea with win at Stamford Bridge. Springboks win Team of the Year at Laureus Sports Awards. We bring you clay court tennis action from Brazil. The latest from the world of cricket. And more cars revealed as 2020 Formula One season draws near. The Proteas have named their squad to do battle in a three-match T20 international series against Australia. Faf Duplessis, Cajiso Rabada and Andrich Norkia have been added to the 16-man squad that will do battle in Johannesburg, Port Elizabeth and Cape Town from February the 21st to the 26th. The trio last saw international action during the Test Series against England, which was won 3-1 by the visitors. They were arrested for the subsequent Levanted Over Series and will now return in the place of Riza Hendricks, Buren Hendricks and Sisanda Magala, while the selectors look to give the remainder of the squad that took on England a longer run. Tembabavuma's selection, however, is dependent on the results of an MRI scan of his right hamstring that is yet to undergo. Australia and South Africa will face off in a three-game T20 international series which begins at Imperial Wanderers Stadium on Friday. The match will mark the first time since Steve Smith and David Warner tour the country since their involvement in the ball tampering scandal in 2018. Both Smith and Warner were handed 12-month bans for their part in the tampering plot but are now back and firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I've, I've been someone who's, who's lent on them quite a bit for, for advice, especially out on the field. They're, they're guys that have played so much international cricket that, and, and led international cricket. They, you'd, you'd be stupid not to use that resource at, at various times. So um, they've been really supportive of me and, and I think having good personal relationships with them guys for well, David 17 years and Steve 10 years, I think that you build up a respect of, of each other and. and They've been nothing but supportive and helpful and, and with every decision that, that I think we've made as a, as a captain and coach, I think to have them guys on board is such a powerful, powerful statement to the group. With the resignation of Faf Duplessis as Proteas captain in all formats of the game, Australia face a newly led limited overs outfit under Quinton de Kock. Australian skipper Aaron Finch is however well aware of the threat Duplessis poses on the field no matter his role in the team. Oh, I think, again, he read the game really well and he was someone who, particularly against Australia, he, he led from the front with the bat. I think his record against Australia, especially in a lot of games that I've played, he's, he's scored match-winning runs for, for the team. So, um, yeah, he's, he's been a great servant for South African cricket as a leader for, for such a long time now and, and taking over in some difficult circumstances. I think the way that, that, he, that he led, us, uh, led South Africa, is, he, he should be very proud of, of what he's achieved. The limited over series between South Africa and Australia forms part of preparations for the ICC Men's T20 World Cup which starts in October. The Australians now aim to build on form that has seen them close to the top of the ICC rankings in the shortest format. We're preparing for, we've, we've prepared a lot for, for that over the last couple of years. We identified that that's something that we need to get better at as a one day and T20 team in particular is, is finding ways to score and, and not necessarily dominate, but, but be really proactive against um, spin and shams. He's been bowling well, um, so we expect that, that to, to change. Uh, Quinton obviously taking over the captaincy and, and being so dynamic at the top of the order is something that you, that you have, to be, have to be wary of. So I think that, that they're slowly starting to get to their best 11, and, and especially with some older guys mixed in there with, with some real experience, I think that that, that, will, that will pay dividends. 
South Africa will aim to put the disappointment of the England tour behind them when they welcome Australia next, with the first of three T20 matches set to take place at the Imperial Wanderers Stadium. You can follow the action ball by ball live on your World of Champions. New Zealand have named their squad to take on India in a two-match test series that gets underway on Friday. Ajaz Patel is in line to face off against his native country, included as the only frontline spinner. Kyle Jamieson, who was drafted into the test squad last year after an injury to Lockie Ferguson, gets the nod and will make his test debut should he take the field. All-rounder Daryl Mitchell returns to the squad for the first time since his debut against England. The Black Caps' attack will be led by Trent Bolt, Tim Southey and Neil Wagner. Stalwart Ross Taylor is set to become the first international player to earn 100 caps in all three formats of the game. After going 5-0 down in the T20s, New Zealand bounced back beautifully in the ODIs to clean sweep India. And now it's time for the tests. The first match taking place in Wellington and you can catch it live on your World of Champions. The Warriors boast a 50% record so far in the Momentum One Day Cup, two wins from their opening four matches. Next up for the Eastern Cape-based franchise is a visit of the VKB Knights to East London. Robin Peterson's charges currently occupy fourth spot on the standings, five points off top of the table Hollywood Bets Dolphins. A big win over the central-based outfit could even propel them to the top of the log. Several key players have been a miss for the Warriors in the first few games, with Captain John John Smuts, Luto Sipamla and Sisanda Magala all called up to the Protea squad. Peterson has since praised his current squad for their ability to contend with this struggle and will hope they can further strengthen over the coming weeks. The Knights on the other hand have been unable to get up and running, yet to record a victory from their first three matches, the only team without a win this season. Batting displays have been woeful as they have not passed the 200-run mark. A higher score of 164 in their defeat suffered at the hands of the Warriors in the reverse fixture. They only score above 150. The Knights will be well aware that a lot more will be needed in order to make a mark in the win column at the very least, let alone qualify for the semi-finals. Admittedly underwhelming, the Knights will be in search of a breakthrough when they travel to Buffalo Park with an outlook to build on victory for the remaining matches in this campaign. The Warriors and VKB Knights face off in Momentum One Day Cup action at Buffalo Park in East London. Catch it all live on Supersport. The eyes of the cricketing world falls on Australia as 10 of the finest do battle in the latest instalment of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. The tournament begins with hosts Australia playing India on Friday in Sydney, while the champions will be crowned at the iconic MCG on March the 8th. Australia captain Meg Lanning has no doubt the tournament will have fans glued to the action. There's no doubt that the, the quality of cricket over the last few years especially has, has increased all the time and there's a number of, of world-class sides and on any day any team can win and um, we certainly weren't surprised at how close the tri-series was. Um, England and India are two world-class teams who we've played a lot um, and understand that they're, they're very good so um, you know World Cups every, every team starts on the on zero points and um, on any day you know anything can happen so uh, you know we're 
very aware of what that looks like and, and we know that we need to play extremely well to, to win each game that we play. So it's a great challenge. I think it's only a good thing for the women's game worldwide that there are a number of teams who can compete and um, who could win this World Cup. So it's going to be really exciting. South Africa find themselves in Group B alongside England, the Windies, Pakistan and Thailand. The Proteas get the campaign underway with a clash against England and having watched the impact of the Springboks World Cup success in Japan last year, Captain Dane van Niekerk hopes to do the same. Yeah, it's just something special. Um, you know, as everybody knows, Nelson Mandela said that um, sport can unite a nation and that's pretty much what um, us as African sport people try and do is trying to unite the nation and, um, you know, if we do something special like that, like Sia and the Springboks did, you know, that um, it's a dream come true and, yeah. So I think that's that's what makes it special for us. The Windies headed down under as defending champions and captain Stefani Taylor is not willing to give up the title without a fight. Yeah, I think every time we you know we go out there we we always say that, you know, you know, play play ball, um, you know, play fearless. Um, you know, that's the brand of cricket that we definitely want to play when you look back on how we performed in in India. So yeah, that's what we try to, you know, instill in, in players. The wait is almost over for the start of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup as defending champions Australia do battle against India. Catch all the action live from the Sydney Showground Stadium on your World of Champions. With Formula One aiming to be carbon neutral by the year 2030, McLaren have emphasized the importance of embracing sustainability the English manufacturer's factory has been carbon neutral since 2011, for which they received special recognition by the sport's governing body, the FIA. Yeah, I think sustainability is critically important for, for everyone, uh, regardless of what industry you're in. And I think it's a journey that's never going to, to end. Uh, we were the first team to uh, uh, win an award from the FIA in 2011. Uh, we've been carbon neutral ever since. Our beautiful facility here, uh, everything has a, a purpose in, in mind uh, for sustainability. And, uh, you know, I do think the sport, if you look at things like our engines and the hybrid, uh, the thermal efficiency is uh, unbelievable and we haven't done a good enough job of talking about that. So I think we're doing a better job than we get credit for. That being said, I think there's a lot of areas in which we can still improve. We as McLaren are going to you know, play our part and then of course do anything we can to help Formula One reach their goals. Uh, I think it's very, very important. BWT Racing Points have revealed their new car at the headquarters of their title sponsor that will challenge during the 2020 Formula One season. Despite a third change in sponsor name in as many seasons, their driver lineup has remained the same, which includes Mexican Sergio Perez, who gears up for a seventh season with the team. It's another biggest step in, in the right direction for the team. Uh, and yeah, I think this year we, we're going to see big results from, from us. Uh, obviously, right now everyone is very, is very confident. Uh, but hopefully when once we are in Melbourne, we are able to, to shout basically to ourselves that, you know, that we've done a, a good work throughout the last years. Uh, because I think this car is, is the work of so many years. Son of par team owner Lawrence, Lance Stroll joins Perez in pink for a second successive campaign. The Canadian has his sights firmly set on podium places this season, starting with the opening race in Australia.
Very achievable. Um, this uh, this sport's full of surprises, so we'll uh, we'll try and be there uh, in the right position when uh, when the opportunity comes and uh, capitalize on it. That's you know that's uh, the nature of uh, the sport. And, uh, any anything can happen on, on any given Sunday. So uh, we'll just focus on uh, on Melbourne, and you know this it's a long season. The start of the 2020 Formula One season is inching ever closer. The Australian Grand Prix is first on the agenda, and all of the action is live on your World of Champions Supersport. The Emirates Lions were hit hard by injuries at the start of the season, but things seem to be getting better as the fourth round of Super Rugby approaches. The Joburg-based franchise could welcome back Andre Warner this weekend when they tackle the Waratahs in Sydney. The former Vodacom Bulls scrum half made his Super Rugby debut for the Lions in their opening round defeat to the Jaguares, scoring his side's only try of the match. Warner missed the games against the Reds and Stormers due to an ankle injury, but on Monday the Lions confirmed that he has recovered and is ready to play again. Fans may have to wait a little longer to see Yaku Creel in action again. The 30-year-old rejoined the Lions this season following an injury-laden two-year spell with Gloucester in England. Having undergone ankle surgery in December, Creel should be sidelined for at least another month. Vodacom Super Rugby continues this weekend. The fourth round gets underway with the New Zealand derby where the defending champion Crusaders kick off the action against the Highlanders on Friday. It's live on Supersport 1. The University of the Western Cape was seeking consistency in the Varsity Cup. After one victory and one defeat, they met Ikees in the Cape Town derby, with UCT still unbeaten in the competition. UWC made a brilliant start on home turf. Gilroy Philander spotted the gap early on and attacked it. He had too much pace and skill for the Ikey's defense, putting a side in front with a seven-point try. The try was converted, but the visitors were quick in closing the gap. Reino Mapu showed a clean pair of heels to bag his side's first of the evening. They were celebrating a second seven minutes later with David Mayhazen, the man responsible for the five-pointer. Ikey's were calling the shots and went ahead in the match before the half-hour mark. James McDonald with their third try. They were beginning to run away with it, adding flair and flavor to the attack, pulling themselves over the 30-point mark. UWC were far from down and out despite the deficit. Lundim Senge pulled them back into the battle with two brilliant tries. He's got the pace to go all the way. That is just brilliant from Lundim Senge. His second try, UWC right back in this game. A proper derby, a close battle. Ikees walked away with the win at the end but only just, making it three wins in a row in the tournament. Ikees resumed their fantastic start to the tournament, edging past rivals UWC to maintain momentum. Martis breezed past CUT while Tux squeezed past UJ. After three rounds, Tux and Ikees remain unbeaten, as well as Witt and Stellenbosch, who still have a game in hand. NWU finally got off the mark, beating Shimlas for their first win of the season. Catch all the action from Round 4 of the FNB Varsity Cup live on Supersports. Tux will be able to stretch their win streak to four games when they host the Shimlas of the Free State.